Hey, Luke. What's up, Fro? Knock, knock. Who's there? Arch. Arch who? God bless you. <laughs> Coming up on this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, Fro, Luke, and I will be discussing the news of the week, Great Balls of Fire results, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Big Brother Week 5. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. and gentlemen and welcome to the shortest podcast of uh, another digital citizen uh, that's because I'm sick Luke's sick Hilda's sick so we're going to do a super short uh, show with all the things that you love and hate no main topic today uh, of this week we're going to push that to next week so you will get to hear about whispering and things like that next week uh, let's say hi to Luke hi Luke Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. And let's say hi to Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. Hey, everybody. And let's say hi to Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi, Fro. I've hi. already said hi to Fro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting it twice. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> I guess in the in the effort to get this show done quick, I'll I'll take control of the news and then uh, we'll move from there. Does that sound good, Fro? Yep. All right. First thing I gotta mention, we're not really gonna go into depth with it, but The Rock put in papers to run for president in 2020 yesterday. Yep. Oh, Anybody really? Didn't hear that? Yeah. I thought that was a joke. Uh, no. I think uh, a lot of people took it as a joke, and it yeah. just because he filed the papers doesn't mean he's actually gonna run, but it's looking oh, like huh. it could happen. Yeah. It looks like that. Wow. Uh, so just thought that was interesting news. Nothing really to go in de- depth on because not a lot of not. It could just not happen. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what they no, said about Trump. And I guess we'll go right into our news. Uh, Follow up from last week. CNN. Um, we talked about this CNN. Uh, getting mad at this redditor for making the Donald Trump, WWE, uh, Twitter post. Uh, last week, if you guys remember this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one with CNN head on... Was it Vince McMahon when Donald Trump... It's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard differing reports. Apparently, it wasn't really uh, 
Donald Trump, like it was a fake Donald Trump. I don't remember. I'd have to go back and watch that ma- match. But uh, yeah, yeah that, that whole GIF, I guess. GIF or GIF or whatever you want to call it. Who cares what you call it? Um, but CNN uh, came out and they actually tracked down this guy, who the Redditor, who, um, who they were talking about. Uh, they actually tracked this guy down. And supposedly they found out who he was. So this guy, I guess, came out with a an apology. apology. Yeah. But if you read the apology, it kind of sounds like it was written by a lawyer. <laughs> yep. If anything. Well, you'd, you'd at least get one to look it over. I mean, the whole apology well, is like, it sounds very lawyer-esque. It, yeah. it doesn't sound yeah, like and- somebody who's name online is Han Asshole Solo, like, on Reddit, so... I do love and that the, name, though. The thing is also, Tilly, that... Uh, and this is kind of the scary part of it. Uh, CNN said, well, we're not going to publish his name. Oh, what's the reason why you're not going to publish his name? Well, he said he's sorry. But... We but CNN... Do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've got the quote also, right here. Yeah. Okay. It, it, they said in the article they wrote, they said, yeah, he apologized like Fro said. Uh, they said that if they see him repeat this ugly beha- behavior on social media again, uh, CNN reserves the right to publish his identity <sighs> should any of that change. So th- they're basically they are more or less threatening him with, with doxing his... Yeah. 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 Nice, nice bit of public blackmailing there. They've come out and said that this was taken the wrong way, but, I mean, how do you take CNN reserves the right to publish his identity if any of that should change? Meaning, like, if he was to go out and make other gifts about CNN, they they would release all of his information, is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, More or less. They've come out and said that that's not what they meant, but it's clearly what they meant. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like what Julian Assange has posted about it sort of explains it all really well he said um, on Twitter a multi-billion dollar TV network blackmailing a private citizen into not making funny videos about it is not journalism CNN <laughs> he's like the the dad talking CNN bad CNN like <laughs> yeah <laughs> going to think about what you've done yeah he came out with another Twitter post that I saw that was all the it was like a list of 10 or 12 different um, state and federal laws that CNN probably broke doing this, mm-hmm. uh, including blackmail, like Fro said, and uh, releasing data against somebody to um, take away one of their in- inalienable rights from the Constitution. So basically, the, if they, they're basically threatening somebody to take away their First Amendment right to free speech. Yeah. So not a great, not great. Uh... Let's move on. Tesla builds the world's largest battery in Australia. This is cool. I like this idea. I'm confused why it needs to be Australia. I guess there's just a lot of space there. It's because they've had issues in Australia where um, they've had entire blackouts throughout the entire of Australia um, when storms hit and things. This is going to stop that, hopefully. If this all works and they manage to do this huge battery that's going to be 
being powered by solar power and wind turbines, I believe. Right, it's it going to be a lithium-ion, which is like, yeah. what's in your cell phone? But gigantic. Yeah, but huge. And there is, there's a lot of room in Australia. You know, there's the outback, and there's a lot of sun there. I don't know what the wind's like, but where there's heat, there's normally air moving because it gets cold at night. This is so, going to yeah. be a 100 megawatt battery, and the next biggest battery in the world right now that currently exists is 30 megawatts. So they're going <laughs> ju- that's a big jump. They're dub- o- over doubling the capacity of the most, the largest one currently. So that's very interesting. Yeah. I know that mm-hmm. Australia is kind of like a uh, its own system because it doesn't really connect to it. Like especially even the internet and power and things like that. There's only one. It's kind of like the internet. There's only one line in and one line out that goes to uh, Asia, and it, yeah. they're not really connected to anything else. So they're kind of just because of their geographical location, they're kind of all by themselves, and that's probably why they don't they don't really have a backup if something goes wrong to their power grid. So it does no. make sense. Yeah. Unless people have got their own generators and things, you know, that you can. If everything, if the whole grid goes down, you've got right. your own. But, you know, most people don't tend to Which have only lasts own. so long, though, because yeah. if it's a gas generator, gas pumps nowadays all work on electricity. So if the electricity isn't working, the gas pump doesn't work. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's Crazy. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, like we learned on Saturday. Uh, no, Sunday. Australians are really, really, really funny, especially when they don't have microphones. <laughs> uh yeah Do you, i guess we'll say what that is so people know we were we all were no. uh, even confused me and I was <laughs> don't say anything maybe we'll mention it later then all right let's yep. get into uh kind of i guess the biggest world news of the week would you say this was the biggest world news of the week the g20 summit uh no i would say that the biggest news of the week was uh uh, erecting the uh, stone penis. Oh, right. We cut that from the, the Trump, news to save Trump time. Penis. But yes, yeah. that was a f- another follow-up that was going to be kind of a quick follow-up. Uh, they mm-hmm. did end up getting the penis, the troll penis, Ooh. erected, re-erected, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, fri- Friday? So I guess they spent that money that you were, Fro was like, why are they spending all this money on a troll penis? But Yeah. Yep. <sighs> And and he's, he's got his tinkle back now. And not not even that, uh, Luke, until they showed it, of course, minute for minute, live on Norwegian television. Oh, right. Oh, Slow wow. TV kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Amazing. Did you watch it? I know you watched it. Obviously, you watched mm-hmm. it. Well, if I want to see a troll penis, I just see the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh-huh. On that note, what was the rest of the news? All right, the G20. Uh, which do you guys know what the G20 is? I had, I have I know I've heard of people like protesting it. I knew it was a uh, a whole twenty different countries that came together, the major countries of the world that get together and like create policy and this and that. I never realized that there used to be a G8 originally, yeah. and it was meant to. Um, those countries felt like their world power was slipping, so they all got together to, like, work together to try to become the most powerful countries in the world. Mm-hmm. And it kind of grew after the G8 didn't really work. They started bringing more people, and we're up to the G20. I thought that was... In- I'd never known known that before. Uh, Tilly, anything? Oh, didn't you? 
yeah, I'd sort of, I've seen it from the G8 because there was a G8 summit, I think it was around the same time as Live 8. Um, and that was, there was a big, there was loads of protests and stuff then. But then, right. yeah, the next year it was like the G10 or something. Because every time a new country added, it became the G that. I'm right. missing the G's for global. But yeah, it's basically sort of the rich ones were going, oh, we might lose some of our money. Let's get together and figure out how to keep it all. From what I've seen, the, the, from what I've seen in these videos, G might stand for gangster, but um, <laughs> gangsters and mobsters. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is the G20 summit is in a different place every year. This year it was in Germany, uh, and there were massive protests like every year. I a few years back it was in Seattle, and then I believe one year it was in Toronto, and there were massive protests in those places because they're they're already known for massive protests, but. Yeah. Let's get into this yeah, video. I think the G8 was in Scotland. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, we I have to look up how long it's been around, but I know it's only been like 20 years or something like that since like the yeah. 80s. So, um, even that long. But I got a video here of just kind of the police clashing with the demonstrators because there was some violence, cars got burned, this and that. So, Fro, give, give us a countdown for the video. In three, two, one, go. Alright. Protests. Smoke bombs of some type. And then they have a sign that says, Welcome to Hell. I guess the interesting part of this, there was all, each day there were different kind of protests. One day was a zombie protest where everybody dressed up like zombies. One day it was called Welcome to Hell protest. Another day, I believe, uh, was kind of a women's march kind of protest there was a lot of that but every day you had this police action like we're seeing in this video where wow. why are the police taking this action like uh, were the right was it being there was everything over a, out of they hand? said a hundred thousand people were there okay. so the police but, were there probably just to maintain order but it seems like they're using force to maintain order if anything yeah. Right. Is that your question, Tilly, or...? Kind of, yeah. It's just, you know, if everything had... If the protesters, if it had started getting ugly already and they were trying to clear them from a certain area, but it, it just looks like they just keep pushing them back and back and back and back. Whereas if there's protests that are happening, you kind of have to let them right, protest. they got the water cannons out there, so that's good. And that, this guy that's... Clearly unconscious on the floor, being dragged away by the police. On his knees on concrete. Yeah. yeah. Bare knees, is in shorts. I, I, this, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> generally, water cannons in America are frowned upon because of the connotations of the civil rights movement in the, in the 60s uh, and them getting hit. So water cannons are generally not used here in America, or I never see it. Uh, I guess, actually, that's a lie because they were used at the Dapple protests, if we remember that, when they sprayed them with the water seeing yeah. like i think that's got to be tear gas right i was just about to say this is it's some kind of cs gas or something i was, I was like is this is this uh, a judge place because that's uh, orange but no <laughs> <sighs> but yeah that, that was obviously the kind of the carnage uh, and if you guys go to the next video this was went super viral um it was actually another angle of this video, but I thought this angle of, the, of what happened was really interesting. Uh, some people ordered pizza uh, at this riot. Because you get hungry. Right. You've got to stand yeah. around being you got 100,000 people. you got to feed people. Right. 
and they ordered it for delivery. So you guys got this video ready? Yep. Yep. All right. Three, two, one, play. So there is a Domino's pizza guy just cruising through mm. this this crowd that's supposed to be super dangerous, and the police are all there. And then everybody's he just, cheering and filming it, and and he just drives right through the police cars like they don't stop him at all. <laughs> like, oh, Domino's has got to go make his delivery. We stop all these protesters, but that Domino's guy, that he's got to get where room. he's going. Yeah. Oh, at least they got wow. fed before they got watered. But yeah, that went viral because people were like, "This guy, this is the the pizza driver who gives the least shit in the world." He's just like, "Whatever," right. just drives through yeah. the protest. I got a job to do. He's got to be there in thirty minutes or less. Right. Uh, I, I don't want to get. Or I, it's I don't, free. This is right. a really big order. We can't give it away for free. I don't want this on my take, taken out of my paycheck. I gotta get where I'm going. Get out of my way, no. cops. Four thousand pizzas. <laughs> I can't afford this. <laughs> Global tyranny. I I gotta get my pizza where it's gotta go. Right. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I was pretty Team much our news this week. Uh, Trump yeah. was there at this G20 summit. I guess that was the big thing. He did had a meeting with both Vladimir Putin and Theresa May. He had a meetings with other people, but the Vladimir Putin thing was kind of the big news here in America because they talked about the Russian what? hacking, and of course, Putin denied it. And the Theresa May thing, um, he said he was going to try to make it to England for this uh, meeting he's been trying to do forever that we've been talking mm -hmm. about. And yeah, the visit. this week, I think yesterday or the day before, he said they're going to cancel again, even though he said he was going to try to do it next week because they because of protesters. Yeah. So he's worried. And we're, we're only going to get 24 hours notice, aren't we? Right, so that nobody can get shit ready and like, Organize Underestimate us. Like or not even give. Facebook. They'll just show up. Not even twenty-four hours notice. They'll just be there. Right? Yeah. So will we? There's a lot of people mm -hmm. unemployed at the minute that could just show up at the drop of a hat. Right. Totally. All right. So that was <laughs> our news this week. Unless you guys have anything else, uh, we'll cover the Trump Junior Russia meeting thing next week. Hopefully, with if we have more information, because there's not a lot out on that yet. So. Yeah. Um. There is, there's the woman that got sacked, one of the MPs over here in our parliament got sacked oh, for right. being racist. Yeah. I actually <laughs> had that down in my news thing, but I for some reason it didn't make it into our news. But yeah, she said something really racist, and then I went to yeah. BBC, and they didn't kind of, in their article, they wrote it out. They didn't put the asterisk where it's supposed to be, you know what I mean? They actually wrote yeah. what she said, and I was like, how is that any better? BBC idiots. Well, I suppose because they they want it to be clear that she said it like that and she wasn't being all gangster sure. about it. <laughs> she could have been talking some kind of weird slang. And then, uh, right, she said N word in, in a way, kind of how uh, Bill Maher did. I would compare it to, and mm. uh, sh her comeback was, "Oh, I d I realized as I was saying it that I shouldn't be saying it," and it's like. You should that shouldn't even be in your vocabulary in your head yeah. in the first place, lady. I'd never I'd never heard of the expression that she used and to be referring I to I had never heard of it either, but I think it's probably cuz we're from a younger generation. Yeah. Yeah. We we're, we're not of the uh, the end bomb with the R at the end generation. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. 
I guess uh, the last thing actually. Remember Guccifer 2.0 and the DNC uh, emails that got leaked and all that. If you go to this place called Disobedient Media, there's a guy who came to them with some of the metadata from the actual emails, and he found that uh, within the metadata, he found that these had to have come through uh, a USB drive that came directly from the DNC, and basically disproving everything about uh, it being a Russian hacker. So... Uh, if we get more information on that, you will not see that reported in any other news. So, let's move on to the TV round. Yeah. Have you seen anything on TV this week, Tyler? Uh, the Jim Jefferies show. Although, I've, I was really, really enjoying it. But I think they've had an issue with the auto cue or something. Because he keeps, okay. in between every sort of sentence or bit of a paragraph, he stops. And it's like he's waiting. If you imagine, like, you'd be pausing for a massive audience, but there wasn't a massive audience, and they didn't, they, they weren't laughing that long. Like, the auto cue wasn't catching up. Mm. Well distracted me. But he still, you know, brought my attention to things that I wasn't aware of. But it's still worth a watch. But just, yeah, if you watch it, just watch out for it and see if you notice it, because it really, really annoyed me. Yeah, I got. I watched a little clip of it uh, the yesterday with uh, him talking to conspiracy theorists, and it made me want to see the show. So maybe next week I'll get. Yay! It. Well, that's that's this, the latest episode, isn't it? Sure. Right. Yeah. I just saw yeah, a clip when he on does YouTube. Talking to the camera a bit. Ah, uh, yeah, that bit is brilliant. He's, uh, it's just excellent, and them fighting amongst each other. All right. They're Anything all different else? conspiracy theorists. Uh, not really. It's been mostly Big Brother. There's a lot of that. Right. Yep. Especially when you have two Big Brothers, uh, like me and Luke. Yeah. Luke, uh, you've seen the American Big Brother. What did you think about this week? Uh, so far, pretty good, I guess. I mean, um, nothing super racist this week, so we'll say that. But the two people that were head of house last week, or the guy, he's Definitely going this week. That's what I think. So. Oh, definitely. Bad game it's, moves I'm, by him. Yeah. And uh, and really good moves about uh, for the other team, especially when when uh, the thing uh, the toad thing came up with the uh, with the uh, the voodoo dolls. That was really cool. Oh, right, I really yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, the whole temptation seen? thing is interesting, and then it's especially mm -hmm. interesting since we get temptations this week at Big Brother UK, kind of both kind of contrasting with each other. Thought that was weird, yeah. but uh, what Wait. did I see? Uh, oh, did you see anything else this week, bro? Um, yeah, I will go after you. Sure. Uh, I saw a show called Snowfall. Did you guys see any of this? Yep. <sighs> no. What? What is it? Uh, it's a show about the 80s. It's actually about 1983, which is the year I was born. And um, it's about Los Angeles. And it seems like it's getting, from just the first episode, it seems like it's starting to t try to explain what, what happened with the crack ep epidemic in the early 80s in uh, mm -hmm. Los Angeles. So uh, where it came from. I was going to say it's to do with cocaine. And something to do with snow from the 80s. It seems like it's going from the perspective of, like, the CIA was totally involved in this and caused the crack epidemic, which there is a lot of proof of that. So, um, I thought it was a very good show. Definitely worth watching. Really well done. Okay. 
uh, Tour de Pharmacy. Do. You want to talk about this one, Fro? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. I want funny. to see this. It is, it is uh, John Cena at his definitely best. But what I find... Uh, Fro got alarming. really far away all of a sudden, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, keep going. So, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, what I find alarming is that Lance Armstrong is in it joking about taking drugs. Oh yeah, I mean he's already been, he's already been persecuted. He's just kind of owning it in a way. You know what I mean? That's how I felt. Yeah, it. like Martha Stewart on her cooking show with Snoop Dogg. Sure, right, right. They always sure. talk about, you know, tax and things. But yeah, and... no, it 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 was really really funny, really random. I never heard about this before. I saw it, so it was. Well, kind of that's strange. not true. You just didn't remember because I told it. To told you it was coming out like weeks ago but yeah oh oh but what did you think i thought it was funny uh it was a little cheesy it had a lot of good actors though a actors you would not mm -hmm. expect to be in this like uh what's the main character from uh pirates uh why can i not remember his name whatever he was in it and a bunch of Orlando other bloom or Orlando bloom yeah yeah, yeah. right and a bunch of other really good actors, uh, but it's all comedy. It's all a big joke. Um, there's a lot of penises in it, uh, and hey. as comedy, it's like the comedy penis. But comedy uh, penis. I liked the whole concept of it. I thought it was funny. Andy Samberg's in it. He's funny. So yeah. Yeah, yeah I love him. I really uh, do. Let's see. John Cena's old was Dolph Lundgren. I, I I thought that was kind of funny. Right, it's all kind of done like an ESPN 2020. If you've ever seen one of those, so uh, yeah. I thought it was going to be a TV show, but it looks like it's going to be one time like 40 minute show. Still good though. Uh, Stranger Things got a, a real uh, Stranger Things two got a release date. It's going to be October yep. 27th for the first episode, uh, and yeah. then curb your own enthusiasm. The return got a release date this week of October 1st. So mm -hmm. those are two things to look forward to in October. And then the last thing I watched this week, can you guess what the last thing I watched this week, Fro? No. It's a little game show called Candy Crush. <laughs> you saw it too. I, yeah. I watched it, yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny because it has Big Brother contestants on it i just think that was the first episode yeah they just did the first episode because it played after big brother so they did big brother versus survivor contestants on this candy crush game show hosted by mario and it, lopez and it's horrendous yeah right and it's horrendous it is terrible okay. game show explain like, a bit <laughs> it's candy crush okay. it's like they have, have to make ever played candy crush i'm a little bit, yes, a lot. Okay. Imagine you have a really, really, really big screen yeah. of Candy Crush, and you have to sweep them by hand, uh, also being struttled into kind of a, 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 a mountain climbing gear. Right, that was okay. a, not a great explanation, but it's kind of team-based. Okay. So there's like yeah. teams, and then they go against each other and they have to make the most matches on these giant boards. And then there's different, uh, different obstacles and different ways of using the boards each, mm -hmm. each round. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it's all based like on a real Candy, game Crush, of Candy Crush. 
I do love Candy Crush, though. It's the only game that I've excelled at because I'm, like, in my level 1,000. I don't know if it's true, but Mario Lopez said they were the largest touchscreens in history, which I guess I believe it because, look, they're massive. Yeah, and why would you need them? Well, it's Candy Crush. They they actually have to use their hands on these giant screens to, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, why would anybody else make one if not? If they were if not for a video game, okay, show. I see. Yeah. But it was fun to see some Big Brother contestants that I knew who was a Survivor contestants also. Right, they uh, just but, did it for the promotion to try to, like, bring in viewers, because it was, like oh, I said, it was on Sunday right after the episode of Big Brother. So it was kind it of was weird cool. that Paul... Oh, yeah, it was really bad. The guy, Paul, who's on Big Brother right now, was also on the show. So he's in yep. the Big Brother house, and then the next show that's on this TV channel, he's on it too. So it was, mm-hmm. the continuity yep. was kind of broken. But uh, yeah. I think that's all I saw this week, Fro. Cool. I saw Witch Hunt, A Century of Murder, uh, two episodes, a miniseries. Uh, one of the best miniseries I've seen. Uh, Witch Hunt, A Century of Murder. I think you will love this, Tilly. This it is sounds like my right. property. Yeah, it's right in your house. What's Other than it on? that, uh, not sure, to be oh, honest. Okay. But it's called Witch Hunt: uh, Century of Murder. I, 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 I can maybe send it to you. But if you're gonna watch a but, TV uh, show, watch Glow for next week, Tilly. That's what you need to see. I want to know what you think about Glow from like a yeah. female perspective. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. I do. Really I agree. Watch it. Because I keep forgetting that Alison Brie's in it, and that's enough for me to watch it. I just keep forgetting about it. Right. Yeah. Other than that, I have seen more or less Big Brother or, or like, small things. But, uh, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, we have a Facebook page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. We have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails this week? Uh, no, we did not. As usual. No. Per usual. As usual. Uh, I'm also here to tell you that this uh, episode of Another Digital Citizen is uh, sponsored by RapidSeedBucks.com. Rapid Seedbucks is an amazing and anonymous, anonymous flexible solution for people that needs a seed box. So let's say uh, you wanted uh, also a uh, 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 seed box. Uh, I will post a link to uh, a place where you can get the seed box uh, uh, for a really good price. They have really good prices uh, from uh, uh, down at uh, uh, half a dollar a day up to... Uh, almost two dollars uh, a day depending on uh, your storage uh, space right. but they also have integrated plex uh, servers and that is really good <laughs> if you want want to have a, a wireless kind of system and i will also include a, a, promo a code. cool a promo code that you can get uh, how much discount was it? 25%? 20. 20% yeah, off 20. of what you sent me, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one time the discount. Follow the links in the description or on another digital system on Facebook. 
And then if you're anything like me, get really confused when you don't get sent to a gardening website. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like... This isn't like a box they send you each month with different seeds in it, no. Yeah, it's not like a graze box or something like that. I thought maybe, you know, a different seed every month or type of seed, plant it. It's, no, no, no. Nothing like that. It's a technological thing. Right, and it, yeah. that will be on our Facebook page, so if you want to get the promo code, get 20% off, go add yourself to our Facebook page, and we will let you in. And there's good stuff there as well, so. Movie round. Yeah, and you and you can uh, try it free, uh, risk-free for 14 days. So that's also really cool. Move around, yes. Have you seen a movie this week, Tilly? No. Hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah. Lou? Uh, why don't you go first, Fro? Mm, I haven't seen a movie this week. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, okay. I was just trying to flip through my thing to get back to my page. All right. Um... I saw two movies this week, Secret Life of Pets. I believe both of you have seen this, right? No, I haven't. I have. Wanted to, and then people said not to. Oh, really? Uh, animation's all right. Um, uh, Louis C.K., I always like. He's mm -hmm. all right in this, but, you know, it's a kid's movie. Um, I would say the animation's good. The story's a little broken. It's basically Homeward Bound, the cartoon. Oh, yeah, if definitely. you remember Homeward Bound from the 90s, it's that in the city. So, uh, it was alright. I would recommend it for kids, maybe not anybody else. And then I saw War Machine with Brad Pitt. That sounds cheery. It's actually <sighs> a comedy, and it's very yeah. good. I really liked it. Um, it is comedy. I didn't... Mm. You liked it? Yep. Uh, mm. You need to understand it from a perspective of like a dark comedy, because it's about war... But they're making fun of war in a way where, like, um, in a dark comedy kind of way. Uh, so, yeah, yeah you have to understand comedy. it for what it is, and then you'll enjoy it. So maybe you were watching it thinking it was a war movie, Fro, is it kind of. And then, yeah, I can understand how you it would be not as good, but it's a comedy. It's supposed to be funny. Uh, you just got to understand the jokes in that context, I guess. So, yeah, I thought it was good. I would recommend it to anybody shows a lot of it, it talks a lot about things uh, from the Iraq war that uh, we all know what kind of what happened but they're the things that nobody really talks about uh, mm -hmm. so yeah hmm. those were the movies I saw this week cool uh, we are really going through this uh, really fast uh, <laughs> Right, we're aiming yeah. for an hour, and we're at like thirty-seven minutes. So, and I, I was thinking, uh, yeah, uh, what kind of movie uh, do you know that's coming out that you're really looking forward to? And I, the only thing I could really think of is the new Planet of the Apes movie that uh, I hopefully is going to see on on Monday because that's gotten really good reviews. And a really yeah, stupid name, though. This whole new lot of Planet of the Apes movies. War they of the Planet really... of the Apes of the place of the things and the stuff. Yeah. And, and they went there. And How long do they want the name to be? I, I, I understand your frustration, but the movies are really good. But let's talk about a sequel or a prequel or a new thing called Spider-Man Homecoming. First Street, classic. 
Money. Oh, I've got one of those laser things, but it's for acne. What do you do? Just chop your face off. Uh, see, they're all dressed up as superheroes from the Marvel Universe, and then they're fighting <laughs> Spider-Man. Get it? See? It's a joke. Funny. Uh, I don't get it. Nerd jokes. Does it matter that I don't get it? You know what we need? Another Spider-Man that shows the origins of Spider-Man, so I'm glad we got it. <laughs> yeah, they they don't have enough of those. They the beginning, do they? <laughs> they, they, they have played on to the origin story in this movie. So far, it looks like it's gonna be about the homecoming dance. He's just. Yeah, maybe he's in charge of doing the webbing that holds the balloons at the top. Right. They're doing an under the sea theme, any? Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Spider pig, spider pig. I feel bad for the Washington uh, Memorial uh, thing. It's in every like disaster movie. Well, at least it gets featured. I bet there's loads of other memorials that don't get any airtime. Like it's probably it really destroyed. cheap to shoot there. Maybe that's probably why they do it. Yeah. It was destroyed in Independence Day, it was destroyed in this movie, maybe. It was destroyed, like, yeah, every time. <laughs> Marvel Studios. Seven, yeah. seven, seventeen. So, look, look, what is this movie about? Apparently it's about numerology, because 777. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I better pull up to IMDb so I don't get it wrong like I did last week. Um, thrilled by his experience with the Avengers, young Peter Parker returns home to live with Aunt May. Under the watchful eye of his mentor, Peter Stark, or Tony Stark, Parker stands to embrace his newfound identity as Spider-Man. I don't remember these two franchises like being together, but all right. No, it's just uh, so must be a Marvel comic thing that we that I don't know about. But uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm seeing ninety three percent, and IMDb, I'm seeing eight point one out of ten. Yeah, it was really hard to find a bad review. That was ninety three percent is pretty damn good on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I actually found a it few. It was higher but, earlier. Uh, why don't you go for first row? Well, uh, I like I said, it was really hard to to find a better review, so I actually uh, found uh, a four star or or. We don't always uh, have to do bad reviews. I do sometimes yeah. good ones, and yeah, okay. Yeah. But it says, and it it's by Kimberly Y, and it says, third time is a charm, and I was like, no, this is isn't the third. If you count this. This is the sixth time. Yeah, I was going to say five or six. Yeah, six sounds yeah. right. Yeah, this is the sixth because we had three Toby Maguires, then we had two of that, that other guy that I don't remember. Sure. Then we have this. 
Uh, but uh, he, she, she says, best live-action portrayal of Spider-Man. Tom Holland really does Spidey justice. So, that was her review. Uh, then I also found half... <laughs> someone gave, gave it, uh, funny enough, uh, just half a star. And it was Tommy uh, Firm. And he said, I really want to see a good Spidey movie. But it was, uh, but this was a crime over classic comic figure. I don't know uh, if it was just a poorly written script, full of unfunny and unnecessary jokes, the poor acting, or a lack of believable emotions. But this movie is only explosions and CGI effects. You will leave the theater feeling nothing. I had that one as one of my ones, too. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go next, Tilly? Yeah. Um, okay. Mine was from Rotten Tomatoes. Gave it one star. Um, from They've got a bit of a strange name. T2010V said, Spider-Man Homecoming is the worst of all the Spider-Man movies. This is Spider-Man Man movie. They lost <laughs> the originality of Spider-Man. Uh, another one that makes more sense, um, although I do like Spider-On Man. Mm-hmm. Nathan C, also on Rotten Tomatoes, gave it one star and said, A typical movie, nothing special. The main actor was too plain. Acting was bad and fake as hell. No effort. Fighting was crap. Graphics and special effects made it a bit more interesting, but still did not surpass the poor amateur acting. Spider-Man Homecoming has ruined Spider-Man for all the webheads. Not recommended. All right, and I got a couple from the Facebook. Um, pretty standard Facebook uh, for a superhero movie. A lot of arguing going on, which is general for a Facebook of a superhero movie. But I got a couple from one from Dumb, Doug Milliken. He says, This thing is an absolute piece of crap. Spider Man is a blundering incompetent, and the whole thing is slapstick and teenage humiliation. I kept waiting for it to redeem itself, and finally had enough and walked out. At- after 90 minutes of it. Uh, and then Jeremy Goff says, Completely disappointed. Crappy movie that is not worth seeing in theaters. I should have watched the bootleg of it instead and not wasted my 30 bucks. Uh, Marvel finally released a terrible movie, I guess I could say. That's what he says. So, he's at least giving the credit to, like, this is their first bad movie. But Yeah. A lot of people mm. saying, like, the reviews don't stand up to... Uh, what they actually saw in the theater, so. Wow. That's kind of weird, because it seems like it's the other way. Most At least on the Facebook page, that's what I'm seeing. Like, even, I've got a couple long ones, too, but both of them were also negative, so. Uh, hmm. Most of the short, most of the positive ones I saw were short, and it was like, I love Spider-Man, he's so great, he yeah. shoots the web things, yay! That was like, and that's not really interesting to say on the show, so. Mm. Uh, wrestling! Great Bells of Fire! Wrestling! Uh, gracious. Uh, what did you think about this pay-per-view look? Uh, again, a lot of good wrestling, destroyed by the people writing the show. Which <laughs> seems like this is a running thing for pay-per-views for the last two months or three months, so. What about yeah, you? Yeah, until and uh, Taylor was on the pay-per-view chat for the first time in her life. 
Oh, oh yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Got a taste of that. Yeah. Well, from what I can remember, I had just come <laughs> back from watching the Hot Eight brass band in uh, Leicester, so I was maybe a little drunk. But it was good. A little. A little. Yeah. Just just a little bit. You weren't you weren't super drunk. I yeah, drank a little bit as well during the pay per view, and we had Grass Dragon there, our Australian yep. friend. So it was fun. Or did we? Because we didn't hear him because he couldn't talk, so he was mute and told yeah. a lot of funny jokes. He was being creepy listening guy that typed. Yeah. <laughs> I blame Australian <laughs> internet. Yep, me too. <laughs> That's it. When they've got their big battery, might be better. Oh, let me cough up some phlegm yep. because I'm sick, and then we'll go into this pay-per-view. <clears throat> All right. Sounds fun. On the pre-show, cruiserweight match, Neville defeated Tazawa. Yeah, and uh, we need to speak two seconds about uh, uh, the commentators uh, because I, I, uh, there's uh, Corey Chase, uh, Corey Graves, sorry, Corey, Corey Chase. Who the fuck is that? Uh, Corey Graves uh, and uh, random name here, Mac. Random name here. The most generic uh, name in the world. I can't remember his name. That's why his name is. Because <laughs> random, random name the best here with names ever. Yeah. Um, I can't so remember his name generic. either because me and Fro don't watch Two Hundred Five Live, and neither does Tilly, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, this guy apparently is new to Two Hundred Five Live, even so. Not surprised a lot of people didn't know his Oh, I found it. Found it. Vic Joseph was on the pre-show. Yeah. With Corey Vic Graves. Joseph. I guess he's the yep. new 205 Live commentator, but he's super generic. Yeah. Vic but Joseph. who got a point for Neville defeating Akira? You guys got a point each. All right. Me and Fro pretty much all picked a lot of the same things like we said last week. So mm-hmm. uh, Bray Wyatt defeated Seth Rollins in the first match of the pay-per-view. Oh, Hello? I couldn't see that for a second then. I, could, I just couldn't see it. I see it now. Uh, yeah, I won a point for that one, and you guys didn't. Right, because who thought Bray Wyatt was going to win? He never wins. Me. So. Nobody. Yeah. Me, because I was going against what you two had agreed on. <laughs> and especially against Seth Rollins, the guy that's supposed to be the new... He's the face of the video game. He's like supposed to be the new big thing that Triple H loves. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just have him get beat by Bray Wyatt. It was weird. Uh, big Cass beat uh, Enzo. Which we all said. Yep, bit of, pretty obvious. Bit of an obvious thing. If you saw them fighting in the street, you'd, you'd know he was going to win that one. Yeah, nothing special of a match either. Um, just got Enzo got beat up pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus defeated the Hardy Boys in an Iron Man match for the Tag Team Championships. Which gives you guys another point each. Alright. Uh, Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss. Uh, oh, Sasha By Banks Kano. defeated... Oh, okay. Well, she won by case. count out, but Alexa Bliss retained the women's championship. Right, so I still get a point because Sasha Banks. Correct. Won. Yeah. Yay! Oh, okay, I'd mark that wrong. I get a point then that I didn't know I had. Right, and me and Fro got that wrong. Uh, Miz, uh, with the Miz, Miz crew. What are they called again? I don't Ms. remember. Miz Tarash. Miz Tarash. That does not roll yes. off the. I like Miz crew better. Uh, mm. and defeated Dean Ambrose. 
We all said that. Braun Strowman. Why are they the Mizners? <laughs> the Mizners. I like that, yeah. Sounds the like they should be making, like, milk when you say that. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Roman Reigns in an ambulance match. Or did they? Uh, me and Luke said that. Fro did not. And Fro was incredibly sure. I think you almost mm -hmm. bet your life on this last week, so don't almost. ever do that again, Fro. <laughs> I was really uh, sure. Yeah. Um, in any Jay. case, he kind of got hurt at the end, and it looks like Roman Reigns is going to end up being going to the title match at SummerSlam anyways, even though he lost to Braun Strowman, which I think is a little broken, but it's what they want to do. Um, and then we got this match that made me mad. He Slater defeated Kurt Hawkins in a random match that lasted like two minutes. And was we didn't even see the pin because we were in the back watching the Braun Strowman Roman Reigns ambulance thing. This is straight out of WCW in like the late '90s, where they would have a cruiserweight match happening with like Rey Mysterio and, and like Psychosis having an amazing match that you really want to see, and they'll be like, "Let's go to the back," and like this is totally a WCW thing from the '90s uh, to just have a match happening and then the pin and the bell happen while you're watching something completely different. Uh, but that happened. And then our final match. Brock Lesnar defeated Samoa Joe. Which gives you both a point and me not a point. So, in joint last place is me and Fro. Luke is the winner with six points. We had got, we got five, Fro. Yeah. Oh, so it was all pretty close still. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, like we said last week, I guess the Braun Strowman thing was the decider. Um, what do you guys think about Roman Reigns not being a heel? <laughs> I don't understand this. I mean, he, he practically yeah. murdered somebody, and he's a good guy? I'm really confused yeah, by this. Yeah, no. It's, it's really, really weird. But Roman Reigns... it depends who you practically murder. Yeah, I guess. I guess so, but it's just like... That's just not a face thing to do, but I guess that's just Roman Reigns' character. He's not really a face. He's kind of a face, whatever. Um, but I think it would be cool if Ro the way Roman Reigns actually did turn heel is maybe on uh, uh, Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So he can't beat yeah. Brock Lesnar, but he has to do something healy to beat Brock Lesnar. And so he turns. that would be a cool way to make it happen, but they probably won't do that either. So No. So since you won, you get to pick a subject or a topic that we're going to do in the future. See, there's this movie I want to see that's on Netflix that's a documentary. We could do that, <coughs> which I believe Fro has done. Or we could do kind of a weird topic. What, what do you guys want to do? What's well, a documentary. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time since we've done something like that. Uh, 13th, which was nominated oh, yeah. for Academy Award for a documentary. Is I it? believe it's on... On about Netflix. the 13th Precinct. I believe it's about racial inequality in America. Yeah, it is then. <laughs> uh, have you seen this, Fro? I believe you had said that I should watch this. Maybe it was somebody yeah. else who told me that. No, I've I, seen it I, too. I've seen it, yeah. Alright, I have not seen this yet. I believe it's like an hour and a half, so uh, if, you've if you guys have seen it, uh, we'll just 
talk about kind of the connotations of what the movie talks about. That's really what I don't want to focus too much on the movie, just what it talks about. We'll do that in a number of weeks. So, cool. The message of the 13th. right. The message of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Super fast. Uh, Big Brother recap. Super fast Big Brother recap. All right, we're just going to do like a thing a day. I took so many notes, and I feel bad for taking so many notes, even though we're going to go through this like really qu quick. But let's see. Uh, interesting thing from day one. Ellie and Sam get painted blue and green, <laughs> and Hannah is terrified of Smurfs. Yeah. This part was, was hilarious. <laughs> Who has such a huge phobia of Smurfs? I've never heard of Smurf phobia before. Do you guys Everybody think Everybody was... has their one thing. But she was like terrified well she might have you know there might have been something that scared her when she was a really small child <clears throat> made her have a negative association with smurfs i've got so. weird i'm afraid of rice pudding and cress then like salad cress she was Completely saying like there's no need but <laughs> she was afraid of them because she couldn't see their regular skin like uh i believe they like had Ellie pull like her shirt. Uh, she had like a tank top, so she pulled down the uh, the arm of it to like show that underneath it she, there was just regular skin where they didn't paint over, I guess, mm -hmm. to like calm down Hannah. Uh, anything else interesting in day one? Let me see. Oh, the big brother actually finally punishes the house, so they give yes. them no electricity, no appliances, no hot water. And they took away any fake tanning, which really only hurts Isabel. <laughs> yeah, but it's amusing. Uh, oh, and the, this was you the day where Tom, Charlotte, and Deborah get put in the dark room and they get the bugs dumped <laughs> on them. Dead bugs. For Even the shopping dead. task, yeah. Uh, uh. So this was the, the part where the shopping task this week was that they had to uh, face their fears, and this was one of them. Uh, let's see. Boop, boop, boop. Joe goes nuts. And uh, the next day, Joe and Raph kind of start anew. Uh, see what happened the next day. Oh, Chanel has to exercise with Simone. And Chanel apparently hates exercise. A lot. Because she's totally unwilling oh. to do this. But she likes the personal trainer they brought in to help them exercise. Yeah, they brought yeah. in a really hot guy personal trainer. So she actually does it. Uh, and she actually, it seems like, maybe um, sexually assaults this man. <laughs> like, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Sexual assault goes both ways, yeah. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Men can do one. Like, if, but think about it. If it was a, um, a guy in there, two guys, and it was a lady uh, trainer, and then one of the guys was doing what she was, you see what I'm saying? Like, the opposite yeah. would be, that's totally unacceptable, but what she was doing, to me, is basically the same thing. Um... Oh, this is the part where they all have to sit around. Oh, no, it was Isabel, Tom, Andrew, Deborah, Sam, and Charlotte, and Hannah, where they do the dinner, where they're all connected to the shock pads. Yeah. So while they're all so trying funny. to eat dinner, like, eat as food much is spaghetti flying all over. As you can, right. your butt cheeks are being electrocuted every now and again. No warning or anything. Just, and it looked this, painful. This is and the part hilarious. everybody oh, else yeah. who's not in the dinner... They can hear inside the front, like through the door. They can hear all these screams, and it sounds like a horror movie, like in there. Like they're all being tortured because there's so many screams from the shocks. Thought that was funny. It was, uh, that was hilarious. I don't normally like find things like that amusing, 
but I think because they were all finding it amusing as well, and it's just like such a short, sharp shot mm-hmm. of their faces. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the funniest part is they're eating, so they're like trying to drink out of mm-hmm. this glass, and then they get shocked, and the the wine goes everywhere. They got they're eating spaghetti, and the spaghetti gets tossed because. They get the electric shock. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, some really good faces. And people trying to stay calm as it's happening. I can't remember whether it was Hannah or <laughs> One of them, whoever was in there, unless it was both, can't remember. But yeah, really, really good. Like, no, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the episode we find out Raph does not like to be touched. Like, he's got a phobia of being touched by people. Like, he's really not into being hugged or anything like that. And Andrew... Seems to have a crush on him, wants to, wants to, like, give him hugs and, like, be affectionate towards him. But Raph definitely has some kind of phobia about uh, being touched by other people. I think especially that much. Because that was... I wouldn't feel comfortable with that amount of tactileness. Maybe if I'd known somebody, you know, years and years and years and years and years or whatever, but it'd still be a bit weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But he, can, if somebody's he seems upset, to just, like... can give them a hug. She just seems to be really afraid of physical contact. It seems more than just like a... Like anybody. It could be anybody, I think, and he would feel that way. So Yeah. Uh, Next day, foot-licking task. Remember this? (laughs) These people have to put their feet out this hole, and they have animals licking their feet. And then finally, at the end, it's like a guy named Sean. Yeah. A bald guy named Sean. First, with the animals, the dog and the ferret, that's fine. But... As soon as that bloke would have got near, I think I would have. And they'd have no idea because they can't. The they can't see their feet, so they think it's animals the whole time until the guy stands up and reveals that it's this fairly creepy-looking dude as well. He's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. a big fat guy in just a pair of boxer shorts. Who's if he was at there. a bus stop and he was wearing a trench coat, I might be afraid he was going to flash me just by the way he looks. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Uh, let's that see what else happened bit. this day. Anything else? Sue's best bit. Oh right, she gets freaked. Out. They all kind of get freaked out by it, but uh, Andrew seems him. the most messed that? up by like not knowing what's at his feet. He's like totally confused by it. Uh, uh, this is the part where Sam pulls out his penis. So I think we've seen every piece of genitalia, at least uh, from men and women, on the show at this point, right? And did you yeah. notice what he said as he did it? Uh, something said, about no. how big it was, probably? No, it said, oh no, it's bad, innit? He was talking about his penis, he got it out and said, yeah, it's bad, innit? Oh, it was oh about how right. No, what he was saying was, uh, is because him and Ellie were making out. So he got a, he got a boner. Yeah. And so he was saying he it's bad, like, because he can't, he can't take care of it, basically, in the house, yeah. He just had to get it out. But yeah, he does get it out in front of the camera, and they don't blur it at all, because I guess that's allowed on bridge television, right? Yeah. No, it wasn't fully erect. But it's a soft... Oh. If it's, you know, not standing to attention, that was not standing to attention. So if it is, then it's against the rules? Yeah. Is that... Oh, I, I did not you know can that. Show okay. the lump. You can show the lump under clothes and stuff, but you can't show an actual erect penis. But just a, a regular penis you could show. Yeah, as long as it's after a certain time. And it seems like any female part, because we've already seen all of Chanel at this point, so. <laughs> yeah, except for uh, this... open legs. That's not allowed. Uh, we saw that of Chanel already in, like, the first yeah. week. Because <laughs> she was coming down the stairs, and she had the tiny little thong on, remember, in the first week? 
we pretty much saw all of it. Um, this is the part where Tom gets really drunk again, and he kicks down the door of the diary room, and somehow doesn't get kicked out in this episode, even though we know he already has two warnings, including a final warning. Uh, and it was for aggressive behavior. And if this isn't aggressive, I don't know why he didn't get kicked out here. At all. No, I, I have think no... it's because the rest of the house don't want him kicked out. They don't, they're not, really? There's nobody there demanding that he goes because of how he's sure. I mean, he didn't go of, after... There were loads of people saying, I'm off if he stays here. We're all leaving. Sure, yeah. Because nobody's but I mean, Tom. Nobody's really scared of him. It's just the rules. Like, he, he was got two warnings... For, or he got a double warning for aggressive behavior, including a final warning. He, yeah. I guess he wasn't aggressive towards any person person i guess is your point right tilly yeah i think that's probably what how they'd be thinking because nobody if there was and they don't want to probably recast anybody because <laughs> yeah. they've already used up all of their recasting people that and they've probably the got first. everything ready for this task that was upcoming as well and they didn't really sure, want to waste yeah. that once you got all that planned but later uh he sees his mother in this weekend uh, she tells him not to drink as much, so we get that later. But <laughs> yeah. eviction night, uh, Emma. And, and she was really cute as well, the mother. I really liked her. I was surprised that it was her. Anyway, we're not there yet. Eviction. eviction no, we're night. not there. Yet. Eviction night number five. Uh, Emma's wearing a white cocktail dress with black straps that Tilly didn't like for some reason. No, you cannot call this a cocktail dress. This is a sack with some straps on it. It I would. I mean. It. It would be considered a cocktail dress. I've, you could wear it to a cocktail party. I like no, the wouldn't. I no. like the cut at the bottom of the dress where it kind of cut. It wasn't right. cut straight. It was a side cut kind of thing happening. That's that's fine, but it still made her look like a square, like right. an actual it, rectangle. They took she. They're taking away any shape that she has and just turning her into this square. It's horrible. Right. It doesn't... I don't like it. It did not work at, at the top, but the bottom part, I liked... Uh... What, where it ended? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cut at the bottom, I liked the straps, but the top, it did look like a crop top kind of thing happening. It didn't work out with, with that part of her body. Yeah. No, it didn't. It, she needed something that pulled it in. Because the crop toppy bit could have been all square, and then if she'd have had a bit on her waist, just to say, you know, a real human shape. <laughs> So, B, uh, Big Brother gathers the house, punishes Tom, sends him to jail. So this is how he's getting punished for kicking down the house, or kicking down the door of the diary room. Uh, Sue and Tom had gotten in a fight the night before. That's why Tom got all mad. Everyone's now calling her hur Hurricane Sue. Chuffin, <laughs> <laughs> Al, it's Hurricane Sue. Uh, let's see, what else do we get in this episode? Um... Is this where we start seeing Sue taking the mickey out of, well, mimicking people's accents? Was that in no, the No, we the have time, a fashion a show, like, like Catwalk, that they do it during a party that they, they win. Uh, where Simone Isabel gets, nearly comes out. Yes. Ugh. Isabel gets bored, and her and Andrew, like, dump margarine and milk all over the kitchen again. Nobody, everybody at this point's like, that's such old news, we're not going to get annoyed by that. Uh... Whoa, Fro, Whoa, what's going what's on that? back there? Whoa! Sorry. Okay. Uh, this is where we find out Andrew definitely has a cr crush on Raph. But he says, I don't think he likes me because Raph likes guys who know numbers. 
So that's good. <laughs> I thought it's like guys who know what you can't count. I'm confused. Maybe, maybe he's just he doesn't personally know every number that there is out there. He's still got to meet. They some. do not seem like compatible people to begin with to me. So no, no. I think no. Raf is compatible with who Andrew would follow around like a puppy dog and not leave alone and would be too polite to punch him in the face and tell him to leave him alone. If you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I could see that that dynamic straight away, but not actual anything reciprocal. I think it would just be Raph trying to be nice and not upset him, but still trying to be very to the point of, please don't touch me. I don't like you like that. I know you like me like that, so really don't touch me. Right. I mean, we get in this week, he actually, at one point, they kind of get in a fight and they make up and Raph says, you can give me a hug. So when Raph, like, goes, all right, I'll allow you to give, then he does, it's not as bad. But if it's, like, a surprise, I think that's when he has a problem with it. But Mm. eviction time, Joe gets evicted this week. I don't think we predicted last week. I think we forgot to do that. Um, Unless you guys remember doing predictions last week. I I think we, we did predictions. I'm not sure. I think we forgot. I'm going to have to go back. Oh. Did, I would have said Charlotte. Right. I yeah, probably would have said Charlotte, too. Yeah, me too. I think we all said Charlotte last week. But, Joe, I don't remember doing it. Maybe I'm wrong, but Joe gets uh, uh, evicted, like I said, by the public. Uh, we'd get our Joe interview. And after our Joe interview, we find Emma tells us that next week, next Friday... So next Friday is going to be our eviction night. Uh, we're moving back to Friday nights, even though we did two weeks of Thursdays. Uh, that we're going to get a double eviction. Not surprised at all. Right. We, I think we even said that last week that we might get a double or maybe even a triple. Yep. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we get two doubles in a row, maybe. Two weeks of doubles. Uh, day 33, episode 34. Um. This was just eviction day, so... Oh, this is where somebody put glass bottles, like beer bottles, in Kieran's bed, and no one wants to own up to it. But then in the diary room, Simone admits it to Big Brother. But she keeps this a secret for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, this part was, I thought, was great. Where Isabel has to do the secret task to get herself fake tan, tan product. And she must act out. She has to act out scenarios in the house without being caught as oh, like yeah. acting acting out these scenarios. Uh, and the last, the last, she's got to do like she's got to cry on somebody's shoulder or get mad, mad at somebody, but it's all fake. And she's the the last one is she's supposed to cry on somebody's shoulder, uh, and she no can't get a, she can't cry like no yeah no the problem is she can't like make it look real because she says she trying to think of all her dead pets and she's trying to think of all these things to like make herself cry and she eventually has to like stare at something for like five minutes just stare right at it until she gets a tear dripping out and uh she says she finally passes she goes to the diary room they give her the fake tanner and she cries about the fake tanner Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the fake tanner made her cry i I thought that was so funny and she was, somebody had come into the bedroom where she was, and she was proper trying to do a crying face. And it was the worst. She looked horrific. And you could just see it. And nobody cared. Nobody right, she noticed. she does not have a nobody... pretty, pretty cry face. It's oh, like no. Like that squint, like squint up your whole face kind of cry face. Mm-hmm. I really <laughs> hope she doesn't win Big Brother. She's, She's not awful. Going to win Big Brother. I really don't like her. 
She's not gonna win. Uh, uh, oh yeah, she can win. She's not one of the ones that gets the 15. She, she, yeah, right. She came in with Savannah. She's still not yeah. going to. No, she's not gonna win. Um, I have a good feeling about Kieran right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But things can change in this game. Uh, all the girls are su suspicious of Simone putting the bottles in the bed, so they all think she might have done it, but she denies it to everybody. Uh, Joe leaves. This is where we get our eviction night. Uh, Joe leaves. And Hannah drinks wine for Joe. We find out she doesn't actually drink. And so Hannah gets a little drunk. Uh, and she's in the diver room. And she, she starts singing a song called Old Man Joe. Which I don't know if that's a real song, but... She's drunk, singing in the diary room. It's very funny. And how much do you think she drank? Maybe a glass of wine, maybe? Two swigs. She did two swigs from right, the Right, it was out of the bottle, so it was hard it was to tell like, her glug, exactly glug, how much. And then down, and then glug, glug, and then down. Right. But if she it's never drinks, and maybe glass. she didn't eat if she didn't eat well, then yeah. it could give you, get you a little yeah. dizzy. I thought it was vodka until she was saying it was wine later. Mm. Was like, really? It was definitely no. a wine bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of that was, like, you know when you're a kid and you have, like, l really tiny amounts of alcohol and you think you're smashed, and then you grow up a bit and actually get properly smashed and realise that you were just tipsy when you were... No, she was not smashed. She was not Tom levels of drunk. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> Tom is the guy, one who's been the most drunk in the show. Uh, da -da -da. I mean, he, he was so drunk that they had to say, send people out to, to check on him, so... Twice, yeah. I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is where Simone and Chanel get in the most passive-aggressive fight I've ever seen of all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, what darling. Was this? Thanks. I'll just smile. No, you're right. all right, darling. Just trying to have Aww. fun, dear. Yeah. Yeah, we're just having fun. Just taking it with a smile, darling, because I'm not going to get myself worked up over somebody like you. Love you, darling. <sighs> I uh, didn't like it. Sam and Ellie had gotten in a fight in a couple episodes ago that I didn't mention because we're trying to get through this quick, but they make up, and they're flirting in be bed, and Sue is not super ha happy about it. So Sue's starting to get kind of annoyed with people, It's you can tell. Uh, let's see. Oh, right. Simone, this is where Simone, uh, in this episode, is where she told... Isabel and Chanel, they were like, oh, that was a dumb prank, the bottles in the bed. They still don't know it was her, but she says, you know what a good prank would be if you took somebody's water cup and peed in it uh, and put it next to their bed. She was, like, saying that would oh. be a good prank. No. And they took it as, like, it was something she was actually going to do, but mm -hmm. she clearly didn't say that. But then uh, we end this episode with Chanel yelling uh, at Simone because they... There's like Ch Chanel is doing this like it's it's all become like what's the game telephone? Have you ever played that? Where like one person says one thing and they say it to somebody else and it, things Chinese change whispers. as it goes along. Sure, yeah, call different things. We call I I always call it telephone, uh, and it kind of uh changes the way things are said and then by the end of it Sue is like I don't know whose side I should be on, uh. So the next day, day thirty-four, episode thirty-five, we get. This is where we get the queen of the Big Brother contest. It's like a beauty pageant between Chanel, Ellie, and Deborah, and Chanel is the most annoying person ever in this, in my opinion. <laughs> what did you guys think? Yeah, I think she was trying to have a laugh with it, but I think it was. Uh, she was trying to not show how self-conscious she was. 
about it. Right. I think that was all her putting a big barrier up to sort of be like, well, I don't care anyway. I'm going to pretend like I really, really care in a jokey way because I'd love to be said, told that I'm better looking than these girls. Right. Well, they got to, They do like uh, the sing, uh, talent portion and she does the, her singing, which is pretty horrendous in her dancing. Yeah. She thinks it's really good and she gets really defensive when the judges tell her it's not. Um, and she ends up getting third place. Uh, Ellie second and Deborah first, and she gets really upset about this because Chanel is uh, a diva. She really yeah, she is has like spent har- a lot of money to look how she looks, and you know you spend a lot of money to make yourself look really good. And if she spent loads of money and comes third out of three people against two people that have spent no money, one of them's a mother. Like, well, right, but th- it's a pageant so you also have the talent contest and they had the walk the runway walk which that's all judged into this as well so yeah. i guess she could think of it that way but it's chanel so she automatically goes oh they hate me uh why why are they making so much fun of me and it's like you they're judges they're supposed to judge you that's the point of being a judge yeah <laughs> mm. uh simone thinks chanel is trying to turn the house against her and i wrote well, yeah, because she is. Because Chanel is trying to... Tu- the like next scene you see is Sue, uh, Chanel trying to turn Sue against Chanel, uh, Simone. Uh, what do we get here? Oh, right. Uh, this is the part where they play Truth or Dare and Simone says she's going to put a piece of bread in her ass and bounce around quacking like a duck. Yeah. I don't know how what she even thought of that. I don't know why she... I think who this is a prison of... thing. <laughs> I don't know who thinks of this, but I think this was a prison thing when she was right because she mentioned earlier that she went to prison for fighting people and that that's why she's so passive aggressive is she doesn't want to get angry because she feels like she'll trigger something from her past and she'll actually get in a real fight. Sam kisses Kieran. Uh, Sue tries to get Chanel and Simone to get along, but it causes a giant fight. That's a key thing is don't ever try to get people to get along in this house because it'll just cr- cause a bigger fight. Yeah, uh, and it's then Andrew, a bad idea in real life as well. Andrew kind of makes fun of Simone because she's really, really drunk like stumbling around and then Andrew gets really upset because Simone like, calls him out on it but Andrew thinks she's being really mean to him. I really didn't understand this fight at all. Yeah, stupid fight, and 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 it's it's an argument out of nothing. Yeah, she was too drunk, and he is a complete pansy. Like he, he was probably absolutely petrified that she was going to punch him in the face, oh, and he did. He's he was such scared. A pansy. He is, and um, I don't mean that because of his you know sexual orientation. He could be into no. girls and still be a massive pansy. Because he's just, yeah, she's, she's dangerous, she's dangerous, right. oh, wind it in. Just, you know, maybe don't, if she's an aggro bird, don't start calling her out when she's pissed up. That's not, <laughs> it's not wise. And he could do to learn that in the outside world too. <laughs> when there's not cameras, you will it's our shopping task. They got to keep this giant light bulb powered. The housemates will be tempted uh, by things, kind of like how thing people were tempted in uh, all of Big Brother US recently. 
uh, and if they take it, it will drain power from this light bulb, and they have to keep the light bulb powered to win the shopping task. Uh, oh, and they can boost the power by dancing when they play music into the house, which they only do twice, but uh, pretty much everybody... See. Everybody takes their, uh, everybody takes their, uh, what, what was the word? Temptation. Temptation. Except for Andrew, who, he is the only one that's, like, kind of selfless enough, because he's only been in the, he's been in the house a lot less time than everybody else. Uh, him, Sue, and Simone have all been in way less time. They've only been in for a little over a week, where everybody else has been in for five or six weeks, depending. Yeah. And he acknowledged um, as well that it was just a letter. It was it was a letter from his grandma and mum or something, or sister right. and mum, whatever. It wasn't, they weren't just standing in front of them like a lot of them had. But I still think, you know, good on him. I didn't expect it for him to turn it down, but then I think he did ham it up that he was turning it down with it just being a letter and it had only been there for like eight days. Right. And uh, Sue takes her temptation, even oh though it's her God. dog. It's not like her any of family members or kids or like her husband or anything like that is a dog and everybody, and she's been in just as long as Andrew has. So everybody thinks Sue was clearly pretty selfish for taking this temptation. Yeah. Um, Which, and in the end, go ahead. Sorry. I do think she is very selfish for doing it because it is a dog and Mm. what the hell, but in her defense, and this is probably the only time I'll ever defend Sue, that dog had smelled her and heard her voice and had started reacting and if you haven't seen your animal, that your animal hasn't seen you for that long. I don't care about Sue's feelings. I'm, you know, me and animals. That dog would have been getting worked up and upset because she couldn't see her owner. Right. But I think the thing was, it, when you pulled it, you could, like, pull it, pet the dog twice, go back and pull yeah. it again. And it would have been no time at all. But she took five, ten minutes, something like that, that was to absolutely sit there and ridiculous. pet the dog. And right. the dog didn't actually really care. Once she'd seen her, once she'd gone up and given her a sniff, that she didn't care then. And Sue was, come on, sit down, sit down. She's like, no, and then did. Well, the dog was just really talking. excited. So the dog's really excited. So, we, you know, it's not going to focus on her as much because it's just too excited. That's how dogs are. Uh, this is the part where I wrote down, when did uh, Chanel and her group become the mean girls of the house when they were the ones being bullied before? Because now they're the yeah. ones bullying Simone, which I felt... I, I, at this point, I felt bad for Simone. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. We don't actually find out if they've passed the sh- shopping task, so I'm assuming that's going to be next week. Uh, but we end uh, this week with Ellie and Sam sleeping in the same bed, but they're both fairly sexually frustrated, so they, um, they're having a hard time being in this house because it seems like they're actually in a real kind of relationship now. So that is the they end of our week. Together. We did not get uh, who's going to be nominated, but I actually know who's nominated so far. So do we okay. want to do our predictions, even though it wasn't kind of in this week? Sure. Yeah, we might as well if you know. All right. Are you getting this insider right. information? Uh, if you go to the Big Brother UK YouTube page, they post up, like, little things that happened during the day, oh, uh, right, yesterday, right. so I have down some, at least the nominations that I know about, we'll say that. Uh, so Chanel, Simone, and Isabel, uh, so far are the ones that have been nominated. So, what's our guess there? Simone. Me too. 
think it's going right. to be Isabel. I think people are going to feel bad for uh, Simone this week, probably. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't, don't think like Isabel is very interesting. Either, so, I mean. Oh, I don't know. Isabel let Charlotte have the thing and was very, you know, no, I don't, no, you've been here longer. She showed mm. a bit of herself. Cause she was the only other one that didn't take it. Obviously, there was a, it was different for her. She couldn't have if Charlotte had sort of thing. But you get what I mean? Right. She was instantly on, no, I'm not taking it. If you don't take it, I'm not taking it either. Like, there's not, no, you do it. Which you I guess I didn't mention that. But, uh, it, yeah, they, it was all about that she, uh, Isabel had only been there for eight days. But yeah. they did say in this part, I think, that if one of them took it, they didn't know it at the time, but if one of them took it, they were going to fail the task, I believe is what the announcer said. So they may have failed the task, they just didn't make an announcement about it yet. But, all right, you guys say Simone and I say Isabel. All right. So that was Big Brother. We'll cover the rest next week. Cool. What will we do next week, uh, uh, Tilly? I uh, don't know. What will we do next week? Can't you read it? No, I just closed <laughs> the thing. Oh, That's bad okay. timing. All right, I got it. Uh, oh, you got it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll be doing News of the Week. Uh, possibly some of the Trump Jr. stuff. If that comes around, we'll see what happens. Uh mm -hmm. Depending on what happens with it. Uh, Battleground predictions. Uh, and we'll be doing ASMR, which we talked about at the end of the show last week. We skipped it this week, but we'll do it next week. Uh, yep. Big Brother week six. And then another digital review of Wish Upon. Yeah. Horror movie. I heard about this. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug fast, Um, I do. There has been a page opened for my friend that passed away. Um, we're trying to raise some money for the funeral and for her daughter as well, because now her daughter has no mum. Right. If you go to Just Giving, I believe you just have to search for Kirsty Taylor. Is it just Kirsty Taylor? Yeah. Kirsty Taylor Funeral Expenses. And it should come up. Okay. I'll put a link to it. But yeah, her 13-year-old right. daughter will be getting anything that's left after the funeral's been paid for. So they weren't expecting to lose her. And her mum only died uh, a few years ago. Yeah. It's horrendous. Uh, Luke? Uh, I'm good. Uh, plug Fro getting sleep. Yep. Yeah. Because if anybody can tell, Fro is clearly out of it right now. I am totally out of it. I'm super tired. Can't wait for next week. Uh... Check out uh, audibletrial.com uh, slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Or as Tilly says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 